0: Da, da 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 You sound insane. Do you like that? Oh, yeah! The whole world got crazy. Is seriously It's showtime.
1: The time has come. The final episode. We did it. Of our Star Wars retrospective series is finally here. We made it. Guys. We have made it.
2: Looks like we made it. We
1: are less than 12 hours away from the premiere. Of Star Wars Episode Seven,
0: yeah.
2: the
1: Force Awakens.
2: Can't wait, Brian! You're very excited. I am s- uber excited. Your vocal cords in weeks. I'm just, I just can't contain my excitement. I'm so tired.
1: <laughs> Said with the <laughs> least amount of energy. I can't possible.
2: contain my excitement, guys. <laughs>
1: I appreciate Sorry about your ears, but I appreciate the excitement, (laughs) at least showing myself a little bit. We're getting close. Um, I just want to reiterate the fact, maybe we could spend the first few minutes of this talking. We're freaking here. We're here. Um, Never thought this day would come. Never thought Star Wars would ever be back in the theaters after the prequels. And we've gone over those. And thank you to the people who have listened to those episodes over the past few weeks. We tried to give you a little bit of Star Wars every couple of days. Yeah. Uh, in addition to our normal episodes. So if you are a star Wars fan, you're welcome for those. And I hope you've enjoyed looking back and revisiting those movies as we anticipate the force awakens, but never would have thought it would happen after the disaster of the, uh, of the prequel trilogies. And it just says a lot about the power of the fans of star Wars and about the future of star Wars. And that this story is not not over. And there is a lot yet to tell. Yeah. And, uh, i think jason davidson our, our one of our previous guests said it best like maybe even it was you brian like this is ours now star wars is not george's anymore it's right. not jj J. abrams it's not disney's it's the fans and um and they've really held me through these past couple years So 2012 was when it was announced that uh star wars the force awakens was going to come out 2015 seemed like forever from now at yeah. that point but here we are and uh we're like I said less than a day removed. We're going to basically wake up and then go to the movies. It's awesome. Actually, what day is it, the 17th now? Yeah, we're 17th. actually seeing the movie tonight. Seeing so, night. we're yep. seeing it after we finish up this sesh. So, so, cool. really cool. And I can't believe it's here. And um just really really kind of sad. <laughs> because here we are. We it's kind so much of the hype, combination of events, yeah, yeah. So much of my like it's like when you're you're gonna get married, you know. You're so 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 excited, and then it happens. You're like, "Well, what now?" You know. <laughs> um, I'm. I just can't believe we're getting not only the Force yeah. Awakens, but another Star Wars movie next year, and then the year after, and then right. the year after, and then the year after, yeah. and the year after. So yeah, that excites me.
2: It's very cool, and I, as a lifelong Star Wars nerd, I think part of the bummer of the of the prequels is that that felt like the end because we're not weren't we weren't scheduled to get any more movies, and also I didn't really want any more because if that's what those movies were going to be like, then I don't I didn't really want to, them to exist, you know. Any further prequel, or sequel, or whatever, just would have felt like we're messing this up even worse. So, um, so that yeah, to be able to now have this moment where we're like for the last three years I've been looking forward to this thing and being excited about it. And, uh, and now we're here and it's just, it's just such a different, it it, it still kind of seems a little bit surreal to me. That's why I'm seeing it four times in the next 24 hours is so that I can make sure that it is real. I think. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Does this exist? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it does. And also interesting for you personally, Brian, the fact that you are a father now, right. And you, I guess maybe it just found out you were going to be a father when you heard about star Wars coming out.
2: Very. Yeah. Pretty close. Yeah. Um, so that's a new, yeah, this is a life. Yeah. My, I think my hope at that, one of the things that was the most, um, emotional to me about this whole thing was like, I'm going to get to share this with my child if he, if he cares, you know, and fortunately or unfortunately, depending on how everything turns out, but my kid is obsessed with star Wars and, uh, so yeah, I'm, he's not going tonight because it'll be too late. But I'm going to take him tomorrow after school, and uh, and I'm I'm really excited about about that. I he is just totally locked in on this stuff. And I posted, I think I put it on Facebook, but uh, I I recorded him watching the most recent trailer, like the full trailer. That I saw that. I it's so one. good. It's so and great. Is it, it was exactly. I mean, I just uh, I could not have if I had drawn up like how he would react to this it, it couldn't have been better than that he just he was immediately just locked in and so uh, what invested. part was it it's that so he cool. went nuts was it BB-8
1: maybe yeah. one part of it he just like his smile yeah. he just goes crazy it, and he's
2: like oh, he just, he, <laughs> he he just he hears cra- all, the Millennium he loves the Millennium Falcon yeah and uh and R2D2 especially and so, and, our, and Darth Vader's but any character that he he recognized he was just you know oh there's R2D2 and um it, it got me even more jazzed up for like that we're going to get to sit in a theater together and he's and get to watch this film and this will be like like I take him to the movies Every couple of months, we just went and saw uh, the good dinosaur, and uh, you know, he really enjoys that, and it's a cool bonding time. But this will be like the ultimate cool bonding time for us, even if he's probably not old enough to see this movie. But
1: yeah, Richard, we're here,
0: we did it, it's been a long time coming. (laughs) Yeah, you're relieved, I think. No, I'm excited, I'm excited, I've reached my crescendo of excitement. Um,
1: is there any possibility mm. that you could, like, like become a... Like, if this movie blows you away, The Force Awakens, no. is there any possible, like, <laughs> that you're like, all right, guys, I'm all in. I totally get it now. You know I live I mean? my
0: life in a way that I'm not super into anything, including family, friends. <laughs> well, no. Um, yeah. No, I just... It'll be great. Like, I want it to... I mean, I don't know. I, Star Wars is a pretty great movie, and I love it, but it's never... I'm never going to, like, buy... A Star Wars toy or anything that sure. will never happen. Sure, until I have kids and I'll buy them all kinds of stuff and I'll be super excited for them for that. But just right. that's just not how I'm wired. Hey, what what franchise would you put ahead of it though? And as no, far I, as, I love, I mean, yeah. like I love like, Star Wars. So it's it's pretty high up I'm, there. I'm very excited. I'm trying to think what else. What are the franchises? Harry about. Potter like more than Star Wars? I like Wars? Harry Potter close to as much. I like the Bourne movies a lot. Yeah, <laughs> um, Harry Potter is pretty high on my list. Like, let me put it this
1: way. And don't, mm-hmm. you don't have to say, uh, you know, some uh, David O. Russell movie or whatever. If you if you were, they said, okay, Richard, you can direct any movie mm-hmm. of any franchise, go. Oh, wow, I can direct. For me, it would be Star Wars 100%.
0: Yeah, like, no, it would not be Star Wars for me. I don't think I could, only nothing, and it's not derogatory of Star Wars, it's just that I don't think I could bring anything to it. What could I bring something interesting to? Um... I think I understand the Fast and Furious. I think you do. On a level that <laughs> others don't. And I'm good with Cocoa Butter, too. You are. So I'm like... I'm in old, Corona. In Corona, yeah. <laughs> now, I would do... Oh, gosh, I don't know. That's a really good question that I've never thought about to do. Brian, you should be Star I, Wars? I think
1: I see it like J.J. Abrams does. Like, hey, J.J., do you want to record do Star Wars? No. But, yeah, like, I do. I do yeah. want to do Star... You know?
2: Yeah, I would be... <laughs> if I was a director... I would be very torn on that because there would be a part of me thinking, man, I don't want to mess up Star Wars. Like, if I you can't mess it up worse, and it's and already been messed and up. I've wondered this about J.J. J. Abrams.
0: When you're that big of a fan of something, yeah, he's not going to get to enjoy this movie. No,
2: no, right? There's,
0: that sucks. He's As a huge Star Wars yeah. fan, he doesn't get to enjoy the new right. Star Wars movie because yeah. he's like, oh, yeah, they had turkey sandwiches on set that day. Right. And the whole time he's watching, he's going to be thinking, yeah. oh, yeah, I, the flight- I would
1: trade it. <laughs> I would trade it for the A millions and tens of millions of dollars it's almost make, best that these but,
0: are made by people that are not that into the Wars. he does get to do that
1: because he is not doing he's not doing eight nine yeah other, but not with this one yeah that's no. true
0: but this one is the one where it gets yeah. to come back and he's probably been waiting for this for 25 years and yeah. he's like for him he's the biggest star wars fan on the planet that does not get to enjoy this. i
1: think it's totally worth the fact that he's going to be an icon for the freaking yeah. rest of his Could life be. for Unless saving star bad. wars
0: yeah
2: I would almost I, rather. I direct... would say
1: that the the odds of it being bad at this point, yeah, I'm pretty. It's negative. It there, it doesn't even. There's not even an odd. Yeah, I'm it doesn't very, exist. I'm very confident the odd
2: that it's good. I would almost rather direct something that I really like but don't love. Like I like like to be J.J. Abrams. I think if I was him, I would have preferred directing Star Trek to Star Wars and be like, this is fun. This I like this. This is good, you know. But I can't mess it up. Like st- it would make me very nervous to. Uh, direct or write or star in a Star Wars film? Given how much uh, I love this franchise, I would just be like, "What if I ruin it? What if I mess it up?" And uh, I don't know that I would care that much. But if I well, what if I ruin Star Trek? Well, that's fine. They'll make another one in a couple of years. Yeah, it'll be okay. Yeah, if
0: you're the guy that ruins Star Wars, that's mm-hmm. that's tough. And you've got you might you might die.
1: <laughs> so we are here to discuss what we thought was going to be the final Star Wars film. <laughs> Uh, Return of the Jedi. I've heard of it. Little did we know that about 10 years later, George would start work on the prequel trilogy. Yeah. Which would uh, come out in the late 90s, early aughts, and uh, would what we thought would be the final Star Wars movies of all right. time, um, even at that point. I think if you had placed, Brian, in 2005, if someone had come to you and said, Brian Gill, in 10 years... Mm-hmm they will make Star Wars Episode 7 with the original cast yeah. without George Lucas And um, if you put $100 on it now you will have a million dollars
2: in 2015 yeah I wouldn't have wasted $100 would you have done no. that no way no way I would have said shut your butt yeah. and that would have been the end of it yeah. there's no way there's no way especially with JJ cuz like when we started speculating about all this stuff i i wrote about how like JJ Abrams or Steven Spielberg that's the perf- those are the perfect directors to make this film but there's no way it'll happen because of this this and this and then a couple months later it's going to be JJ and you're like oh my gosh like it's yeah. just this is a whole another level i
1: think there was some speculation from us about JJ mm-hmm.
2: then, but well Woody Allen, no. Woody Allen passed
1: <laughs> would have been a would have been good dialogue though we yeah. uh,
0: yeah. a lot of jazz <laughs> Space jazz, uh, space clarinet. He would have shot the crap out of the cantina scene. <laughs> it would. He would have. All right.
1: Uh, a lot of the women would have been a little too young. Though, <laughs> but,
0: uh, we uh, we're here to
1: talk Return of the Jedi, and this was my. This is my favorite uh, of the original trilogy. Same. Um, I don't know what about it. Uh, attracted- I think when you're
0: a kid, you crave resolution, and this delivers. Yeah. That.
1: Totally. I don't know. It, I think it was just the set pieces I was attracted. I don't. Yeah. I don't think, even think I knew on my first watching what order they went in which one was the best which one was the worst which one meant more which one didn't you know all that just my the my general aesthetics the general feelings toward it i liked empire i mean i mean i liked uh jedi the most yeah um and i can defend that you know at age 28 i feel like i could sit here and defend that it's my favorite yeah not that it's the best but reasons of why I like right. it it's my favorite Brian how did you feel about it growing up I'm the that? same way
2: I can objectively say now at 32 years old that this is the worst of the original trilogy still very I think it's still very good film but um, it definitely is is the worst but I was born in 1983 the same year this movie came out So So you remember
1: seeing it in the theater?
2: (laughs) (laughs) But as a kid, you know, I think you can... If you were... Even, like, Jason's age, I think he was, uh, like, eight or or something like that when, uh, when this movie came out. And I think there's a certain point where Ewoks are not cute and cool. They're just stupid and obnoxious and if you were born before a certain date then the Ewok element kind of bogs it down for you but for me I was a kid I loved the Ewoks growing up I thought they were so because Chewbacca was, has always been my favorite uh, Star Wars character or creature or whatever so they're just mini Chewbacca's to me I'm like that's awesome this whole planet is mini Chewbacca's that's okay yeah. I'm good with that um, but the you know the opening scenes at, at Jabba, I think Jabba's palace is super interesting and the the characters and creatures and stuff that that occupy that space are so cool and uh i think now we can see that was foreshadowing for some of the stuff that lucas was going to do with the special editions of just like cramming too much mm, background creature into uh, into the the story and whatnot but um but yeah i think jabba's palace that whole sequence is really cool i i loved. Once they got to indoor, and I, uh, you know, and the whole fight between Vader and and Luke is, uh, I think, is still very compelling. There's elements of this movie now that I think, as an adult, you can say, "eh, those are kind of a little childish or lame or whatever." But right. the the conclusion and the the battle between uh, Vader and Luke is pretty pretty spectacular and and one of the better moments of the franchise as a whole. Yeah, I really feel more than the other
1: three. And maybe this is the fact that uh, the other two movies have made a ton of money. We know we're in the positive here. Don't have to really stress about much. Or the fact that everyone knew that this was, this was the last one in the trilogy. But you just feel like they're having more fun here than they were yeah. making the movie, acting in the movie. Um, Maybe they knew this is their last hurrah together the last time this cast was going to work together, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, that they thought they were going to work together. Uh, but... I just get an overall better feeling when I watch this, as far as like the the tone of the movie and the feeling it gives me, than than Empire or Star Wars does. Um, this is I don't know. I one feel, I feel jubilant. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I. It feels the most aimed toward kids, but also the most adult in some yeah. ways. Um, I don't think kids would really understand the plot lines with with um, Job of the Hut and uh, and the whole. The fact that Han owes him money and all this stuff, you know, maybe black market stuff that uh, that Han has been involved with with right. Jabba. Which, by the way, are we getting a Han Solo side piece movie
2: or? So, yeah, a standalone. Yeah. Standalone yeah. has that been confirmed? Uh, yeah, or? and I, now I can't rem- I, Maybe, <laughs> maybe Gareth Edwards is directing that. Now, is that the? I'm on it. Okay, it's been announced. And I can't remember who who has it anymore. I feel like that hmm. might have been... The Lord Miller are, are doing that, that episode nine, right? I can't remember anymore. Somebody's doing a hot I think hon- Lord solo.
1: Miller are doing episode nine.
2: Anthology film... No, it's Lord
0: Miller doing okay. Han Solo. Yeah.
1: Oh, they are? Okay. Yeah, episode nine is epi-
0: Colin Trevorrow. Yeah. yeah. That's
1: right. That's right. That, oh, it's so And Garrett Edwards is doing Rogue <laughs> One, I think. Colin Trevorrow.
0: But rain Johnson, <laughs> rain Johnson is writing two, uh, eight and nine.
1: Yeah. Okay. So it'll be. I'm convinced the Ryan Johnson one's going to be great. I'm yeah, convinced the I'm the too. Rogue One with Gareth Edwards at the helm is going to be good.
2: Yeah,
1: um, I think not so sure about
0: about I think Trevor. Be fine.
2: He safety not guaranteed is really well done, and that's a lot of directing that makes that a good movie. So I, I just think Jurassic World is like, is just a I don't know that movie was going to make a bank no matter what, and I'm imagining there were some. Studio interference as well. I I just everything I gather from interviews I read with him, it just seemed like he was just kind of like, "Well, this is going to be a paycheck," and and he was right. Made a ton of money, so I I think he'll be fine. I'm not saying that's going to be the best of the Star Wars movies, but I think he'll be all right. Yeah, I just think. I mean, how many we're going to
1: have four movies at that point? Yeah, four new Star Wars movies when Episode Nine comes out. I guess we'll cross that bridge when we.
2: But Ryan Johnson writing it, and then add in the. Kathleen Kennedy, Lucasfilm. J.J. Abrams is not listed as a producer even on the next two. Just I thought he was
0: going to be really producing want, the whole. It
1: really confused me. why that, I thought for sure he would do episode nine.
0: Yeah. Is it a bad robot
1: I under think, that I, I think it's I all know. Lucasfilm, Disney. Okay. I don't think. I know bad robot is J.J.'s thing. Maybe they get
0: production credit on it, but That'll I don't think you'll see
1: a bad robot logo at the beginning. Yeah,
0: see that. Yeah. Wouldn't that be weird if we did? Yeah.
1: And yeah, then in the other ones? Yeah. I think no. I I don't think it's a Bad Robot production. I think uh, Lucasfilm hired him more as a one-off kind of thing to work for them uh, for it. But that's another subject for tomorrow.
0: But what we actually, have you know, what according to Wikipedia, so you know it's true. <laughs> distributed by Disney production companies, Lucasfilm and Bad Robot Productions. All right,
1: all right. I'll be
0: very surprised. Yeah, if, we if we see, see bad that robot logo, logo yeah. at the
1: beginning of. Uh, oh, the movie. Bad but robot. Maybe that was part of the deal. Okay. So Return of the Jedi opens with uh, Luke, or, or I guess the droids, yep. going to Jabba's palace. I always love this. I love the little eye that comes out of the wall mm. to talk to 3PO. That really, like, I don't know why that stuck with me as a kid.
2: Jabba's yeah. palace is a really cool place, man. Like, the, yeah. the the creature design and all the different stuff that's there is very interesting when you're a kid especially because everywhere you look there's somebody in a costume from some weird alien species and the toys the action figures for that time too were awesome because there was an action figure for like every every single alien that's in job's palace and so um you could go back and watch a third or fourth time and just look for Yak face, you know, or these all the random. Uh, That's the white whale. Yep, yeah, that was the yak the, that face. Was a tough one to get. So, um, but yeah, it's... it's you have it, free. don't you? I did. I never could acquire that one. That one was too expensive. That was one of four that I did not have.
1: I'm looking for yak face. See how, <laughs> see how much it costs right now. If you're gonna, if you're, if you were going to. Uh,
2: I think when I was collecting, storage. it was like 100 to 150 bucks, which was just way out of my. The original yak face. <laughs>
1: Uh Yak Face Value. I gotta look at the value. but no, you're right. It's it's almost like we said in the in the original prequel trilogy, some of this was like, Oh, we know these are gonna be toys, so let's go put yeah. it all out here. Yeah. Uh to but, me this is more um hearkening back to the original Star Wars with the cantina. It's sort of a yes. kind of a juxtaposition. It's like that on that. steroids, yeah. On steroids. Yeah. Um but something they unsuccessfully tried to do with the uh, prequel trilogy they do have like a cantina scene in the original prequel trilogy but yeah, it uh, didn't work <laughs> it did not yak face value is a yeah. thousand wow yeah that's that very was, random that was one of the what, what's another uh valuable the, star wars blue figure?
2: snaggletooth i could never get vinyl cape get jawa
1: and it. telescoping lightsaber darth vader yeah those you can find but
2: Yak, rocket not, firing that one's really it. difficult that was a mail away you can only get that in certain vinyl styles. cape jawa two thousand dollars yeah um <laughs> it's changed now because you you know you find some and in, in different anyway ebay changed all this stuff big time but when i was collecting the four that i could never get my hands on were yak face blue snaggletooth luke as a stormtrooper and the A-wing pilot. Those were the four. Yak Face was never released in the U.S. Yeah, that's why it's blue so right. I think was the same thing. Because where did like- this
1: character from?
2: Where He's. Is- he, he's in uh, the cantina in, in Star Wars in, in New Hope but he's he's small and he wears red and so the original this was that was produced oh they did the wrong before. color yeah he, and he's, he's smaller he's like droid sized or, or R2 sized in the, oh I, knew, I remember this guy yeah. and he also has bare feet in the movie and this yeah. guy has boots yeah. on the action That's figure a yeah
1: interesting okay <laughs> enough Star Wars figure <laughs> talk telescoping lightsaber Darth Vader is six grand if you have one by the way That's crazy. kids at home that you're taking, mm. you're all playing along at home. So yeah, no, the, um, java's Palace is iconic. I love it. Yeah. Uh, I love the band. I like wow. the original song.
2: The, the original band is plays so much better. The the that's one of my big frustrations with the extended cut. The the new cut is stupid and over the top and and CGIE all over the place and. Really doesn't. Why? Hit. Why would they? I don't know. Man.
1: Why is that something they would have needed to go back and address? It's you know,
2: it's frustration. <laughs>
1: it's very frustrating to say yeah. the least. We
2: didn't say Empire has almost no real changes from uh, from the original cut to the extended version. Uh, like, it says a lot because there's
1: not a lot here. He you right. go back and exactly. T-
2: there's just little you know, little added creatures here and there, but or cha- small changes, but nothing mm-hmm. that really jumps out at you. I don't think uh, Jedi and uh, New Hope have much more significantly more
1: yeah I'm looking at a list of changes right now for uh, the original trilogy and Return of the Jedi has a significant yeah there's a bunch there's definitely a significant uh, some are nothing some are
2: just you know the same as that giant elephant I mean whatever that's not a huge issue but there's a couple of changes where you're like really we couldn't have just stuck with the original I hate
1: hate how the Sarlacc pit now has like tentacles and like a big worm mouth. mouth yeah there's yeah. no point in that. Yeah, it was dumb. Before, it looks like it just looks a spiky butthole. It looks more without that. Yeah. Now it looks I like agree. a worm, <laughs> monster, <or> creature. <laughs> it's the name of my like punk doesn't... rock band when I was a <laughs> high Spiky <school. laughs> butthole. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> they were, we are pretty hardcore. <laughs> we
1: that, that entire sequence is, is great, but um, I think the job character is underrated in itself. Sure. Do you? Would you want to see that explored more maybe in other films or maybe... I've always been interested. Maybe Rogue One, and we'll talk about this. Uh, Rogue One, the movie, is going to be about the plans to c- capture the Death Stars. Plans, right. uh-huh. which, which apparently, according to the prequel trilogy, is just a little like Game Boy thing that like yeah. lights up a ho- hologram of the Death Star. <laughs> right. So, we'll, it's interesting to see what they do with that. Yeah. But um, the whole smuggling, I want to know how Han, Boba Fett and um jabba were all winks and connect. lando yeah
2: yeah
1: the four of them like their story together would be
2: really cool sure. like maybe yeah. call it like outlaws or something yeah like, i don't think you could have a jabba standalone movie but if he was a, a if he was the main villain is, of yeah. the han movie yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool or something yeah
1: i think that will end up be enjoyable
2: happening. yeah i can handle that i,
1: I think the huts the huts have always been something mm-hmm. that people have wanted more yeah. of but we never really got yeah uh, also, the practical effect of Jabba is great, is great too. There's, like, four people inside mm-hmm. him controlling yeah. him. Um, Han is let out of the Carbonite for the first time, and he's let out by none other than Princess Leia in disguise. Yeah, And that's a cool little reveal. Uh, uh-huh. You don't know who yeah, that, yeah, that is until... That be. Mm-hmm. It's someone who loves you. right? Yeah. Um, all Forgot that. about that, actually. It's a great reveal. Also, Chewbacca is kept prisoner. Yeah, there and meets Han again, and then we get Luke fighting the Rancor pit monster. Mm -hmm. Also, another iconic scene and well done. It was just a hand puppet that they used. They shot it in high frame rate, and when you juxtapose that with a normal footage, it looks like it's moving much slower, much bigger, right? And just very simple camera tricks.
2: It the Rancor looks great close up. There's one or two. Short little one second, two second segments where you actually see it moving and it looks pretty ridiculous. But yeah, that's you know, it's nineteen eighty three. That's the best that they could. I think that's one of the few spots in the entire original trilogy where you could actually tell that it was, uh, you know, a special effect, not well. We just found a rain somewhere, and right? <laughs> managed to film it. I always and
1: this was just the little kid in me at the time, and I actually do feel the same now. the The rain pit monster keeper. Like, yeah. fat guy that, yeah. like, cries when the rain cord... I, oh, that just broke my heart as a kid, <laughs> seeing that. It was freaking, His like, if, just it's as if somebody yeah. came in and shot your dog right. in the face. Right. It was like, sorry, he yeah. was trying to bite me. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and he's just crying, and, yeah. like, it still, like, tugs at my heartstrings. A little bit. Like, why did they have to put that in the movie? They knew it was gonna... I don't know. Little kids wouldn't do very well with that. But yeah. uh, we see now, I guess, that that proves that Luke has become... The Jedi that we thought he would be like the poised yeah, Jedi. He uses Jedi powers still, to get out of situations. Yeah. yeah
2: he's but he's still getting there. He still at this point would be considered a Jedi knight, not a Jedi master, I think. And that's I don't know. It shows I think that's one of the things that Lucas did very well and was to limit the scope of power that a Jedi has, at least up to a certain point, you know. And at some point you they get stronger uh, as they go. Yeah. I mean there's one
1: moment in the in the original trilogy, and we haven't talked about it yet, but we should. There's a scene where Darth Vader is talking with his, I guess, um, cohorts on the Death Star, and he's actually talking to somebody on a screen, like somebody from another planet or something. And they mm-hmm. kind of Skype in with Vader on a screen, oh, and then mm-hmm. Vader Chokes starts choking out. the guy yeah. out.
2: Yeah.
0: Well,
1: if you can choke out anyone anywhere, yeah. Why just, aren't you choking out Luke right now?
0: That's a weird jump. I yeah. hate that. I yeah. hated that. Yeah.
1: And it ne- and they never explain it. And well, they never- I don't
0: know. We record on Skype sometimes. That's a button you can hit. Oh, choke! Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You've got to be connected. Yeah. We've killed every guest that's ever. I need to
1: get that in. software yeah. update. I, uh-huh. just, I haven't done that. But that just. But please donate yeah and I understand <laughs> the fact that you can like sense where somebody is or like right. no they're on that planet, you yeah, know, yeah. but the fact that you can just think about somebody and choke them or maybe you have to see a picture of them and do it like I don't right. know the rules there, but kind of just ruined everything um the mythos of that to me, and like why why can't why can't you just do it at time that can uh call
2: it's i now that you're t- talking about it though i I think it's possible that they're on the same ship when that happens. That he's off in his own uh, Vader lair and communicating <laughs> yeah. with with Admiral Piat and the other guy whose name. is There's the going
1: to be some some listeners going to write in and be like, yeah. if they're within 400 meters,
2: the <laughs> you know, yeah,
1: something like that. That just I, I think that is a it is an of Jedi.
2: interesting reach. Yeah,
1: it really uh it really uh, pissed me off when I was uh, younger and this last rewatching. Okay, we now have a—when um, Han is ejected from the Carbonite, he can't see Leia. Um, they set that up. And it kind of pays off later when, uh, at the Sarlacc pit, Lando is being sucked in by the Sarlacc monster, and uh, Han has to shoot the tentacle off him, but he can't see, yeah. so that's kind of a fun setup there. Um, you don't know whether he's going to actually <laughs> shoot the tentacle or shoot uh, Lando in the face because right. he— Yeah, he betrayed him. —literally just got his high Maybe I'll just back.
2: leave you, Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, a very iconic part of this is Slave Leia, in the uh, bikini. Ross Keller. yeah, <laughs> the bikini Slave Leia uh, thing. I never really thought about that when I was like younger. Like, <laughs> it's I wonder funny, why I was things never, change. No, yeah. no, and even now, like, I don't think find it that like sexy or like. I well, think it's not it's supposed kind of, to be. Yeah, it's not supposed to be sexy. It's supposed to be it's kind of like, be messed up. Yeah. yeah,
2: they just announced recently that they're going to do away with merchandise related to that uh the Slave okay. Leia they're not going to do any more costume or officially licensed costumes or figures or So anything I need like to buy that. the Slave Leia they, black series I mean it's funny that the the, the prices on those action figures were over the roof cuz
1: that yeah. was the only one you could find forever like Yeah, yeah I know. the slave cuz no yeah. one wanted it it's yeah. kind of awkward to own. Now
2: it's not yeah you can... <laughs> everyone wants it right. yeah yeah
1: that's interesting Yeah yeah very um iconic scene but she also chokes out
2: uh, yeah, she gets Jabba. her revenge. Yeah.
1: And she all they always said, Well, do you want to do this or a stunt double? She's like, No, I want to do it. Princess like,
2: Leia doesn't get enough credit for being a really solid character and yeah. an important part of it you know, it's it's very The cliche only female to say, character in this whole thing. Yeah, but, basically, but besides yeah, Amidala. But she she really has a, a real point to being yeah, there, besides gots, just being the damsel in distress yeah. and that kind of thing. She's you know, it's very cliche to say somebody is a, you know, a strong female character, but but she is. She's I really very, very good bold prediction. Horror. I really think. Uh, Hamill has said in the
1: past couple of weeks, he's like, "You're in for some pri- some surprises with the Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Like you don't, you're not going to see it." I really think, and and he talks about it in, the, in Jedi. I really think Leia is going to become the Jedi Knight in Force Awakens and become like the person that they look to, like that yeah, Ray, yeah. like Ray. Uh, her daughter ends up becoming a Jedi because of Leia, not because of Luke. It'd be like, funny it the if they build all this
0: up, and then the, it ends with a scene of her just drunkenly ranting <laughs> on the stage.
1: I think she was high. She wasn't drunk. Yeah.
0: No, sorry, yeah. pardon uh, me.
1: She had just smoked weed, and totally understandable. I would have been stressed too. But, no. Uh, I, I just think that, and he says in here, he's like, you, you have the power within you. All you need to do is harness that. Yeah. So I have a feeling like maybe Leia, at some point, it realizes the, her potential
2: right. as a Jedi and becomes a Jedi, and that's what we see the Leia we see yeah. in now. Uh, in the books that came out in the in the '90s, especially, there was a whole series of post Jedi books, and I read I don't know ten or ten or twelve. Only that many? Yeah, you know. <laughs> I think I, mean, I read one. There's probably yeah. I mean, there's hundreds. You know? Yeah. So I read a few, and that was a big focus within those books was her learning to become a Jedi herself and like, okay. Harnessing that, that power. I we
1: guess. do know from the trailer that she hands a lightsaber to Ray, whether that's her lightsaber or Luke's lightsaber. Right. We don't know that at right. uh, that point in time. But I, I just think after we get the uh, dialogue of them uh, both on indoor talking about the fact that they're both Jedis, basically, yeah. um, we haven't seen that explored enough. And sure. I think JJ, I bet JJ and, uh, Lawrence Kasdan and all them re- went back and rewatched all the old movies like what what themes from these originals that do we have yet to sure. fully flesh we- out hey what's up ma'am? fam Kent here and yes if you're hearing from me you know it's time to talk about Blue Apron if you haven't tried out Blue Apron by now what the heck are you even doing Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country they deliver fresh meals straight to your door All the food is fresh, it's sourced from local farms, and there's no wasted ingredients. I've been a Blue Apron subscriber for a long time now, and they have still, to this day, never let me down. There's tons of variety. Some featured upcoming meals include summer vegetable and egg paninis, soy glazed pork and rice cakes, skillet vegetable chili with cheddar drop biscuits, holy crap, and garlic butter shrimp and corn with green bean salad. So take it from me. Try out Blue Apron now. Go to blueapron.com slash mad. That's blueapron.com slash mad. Get three meals on us for free. Nothing goes better with a movie than dinner. So check out Blue Apron. Blueapron.com slash mad. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Sure. And I think that's one of them. Yeah. And um, I don't think Darth Vader will come back. Other, but we've seen Darth Vader toys, Force Awakens, like
2: yeah, but they they, they, all of them do a very like even the packaging on those toys is very explicit of like this is Darth Vader from Return of the Jedi or this is Luke Skywalker from Empire Strikes Back because they've avoided. Like there's no new Luke merchandise. If there is, anything that is Luke related, is all like Return of the Jedi or yeah, Empire Strikes. No
0: Battle. one even knows what he looks like in it. Right, it's the only character we haven't seen. Exactly,
1: exactly. We'll see. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if. There's references to Darth Vader in the new one, like they mention yeah. him by name or things like that. Maybe yeah, well, we you see his part. mask in, in the What trailer? relationship could, could Kylo Ren possibly have to Vader at this point? Because Yeah,
2: I mean, it can't be a blood you know, relationship. Yeah, we know but, Anakin has two sons or two kids. Right, two kids, Luke and Leia. But, no, I mean, I think it's just going to be some sort of a, maybe a, a guy, disciple.
1: Maybe Yeah, know? maybe somebody who, I don't know, like we've seen with these crazy people that shoot up all these places like they see one person do it they get inspired and they want to carry on that tradition or whatever Um, right very interesting to see where that would be but speaking of calling back we actually do get Luke called back to Dagobah to witness the death of Yoda yeah and we actually feel some emotion when a puppet died on screen (laughs) didn't think it would be possible
2: yeah Uh, but they do they that's a really well constructed little piece there and then him talking to Obi Wan too, and kind of getting the last yeah. piece of his. I totally, training.
1: I totally forgotten yeah. about the fact that Obi Wan comes after that, yeah. and explains it yeah. like uh, more on Dagobah, right? Like, I forget that we get two like basically dialogue scenes between Luke and Ben in Empire, and then yeah. uh, like yeah. just one on one talking to a right. ghost, you know, kind of thing. I've right. forgotten about that, but. yeah.
2: But it also very, very much makes it clear that he is going to have to face Vader. He can't avoid that confrontation and sets up the
1: finale. It sets up the finale on Endor, which we also get a pointer sequence Mm -hmm. and this is uh, something that a lot of science fiction movies have and uh, a lot of more movies need to have. Basically just tell us what the heck we're about to see. Yeah. And the pointer sequence being the Admiral Ackbar here's the 3D model of the moon of Endor. Right. Here's the Death Star. Here's the shield. Here's how it's being connected to it here's what we're going to do. We're going to go in and we're going to blow this up. Right. The shield's going to go away. We're going to blow the death star. Uh, very simple, um, scene. You're also, you're, I guess, teaching the, the troops this, you're, uh, showing them what to do, but you're also telling the audience kind of yes. kills two birds with one right. stone. doesn't yep. look as obvious as it is as just telling you what's going to happen. Um, very kind of clever way to go about that. in Multiple movies. We've seen that many times, the whole briefing scenario and all sure. that we've seen. Yeah. But, uh, Accomplished well here and um introduces us to Admiral Akbar, who's awesome.
2: Yeah, Akbar's awesome, he's, he's very
1: cool. One of my favorite characters in yeah. Star Wars, and I want to see more of him. Maybe he comes or back, maybe he'll, he'll be back. Yeah. General Akbar,
2: maybe, <laughs> or is that a demotion? I don't know, I can never remember that stuff.
1: <laughs> I think general is the highest you can get. I don't know about Admiral, but don't quote me on that, uh, military listeners. What else do we get? Uh, George Lucas I noticed when pretty sweet I, party coming up when I watched this on the uh, with the commentary George, George Lucas says how big a fan he is of non-linear storytelling um, and how much of a detriment that is to Star Wars okay like the, he, he's like I really like to jump around a lot and give multiple storylines happening at once uh-huh. how that works so well in the original trilogy like with uh, say the original Star Wars movie with we have Luke on Tatooine we have Darth Vader up in the sky we uh we have multiple stories going on, but it just bites him in the butt in the prequels. Yeah. It's just the complete too much opposite of what you would right. want in multiple storylines. Right. And none of them make sense. Yeah, either. you don't
2: really care about any of the <laughs> storylines. Yeah.
1: But I just found that interesting how big of a fan he was of that. And he talks about the ewoks and when we get to indoor, it's it's this whole it's what he was doing with the prequels with he was trying to do with the Gungans and the robots, like this whole nature versus technology kind of mm-hmm. theme. That we see in a lot of movies, and it's sort of beat over the head as a theme in a a science fiction film. Uh, This avatar, you know, Mm -hmm. dance with wolves and all that. But as far as this, he says, quote, it's hard to make a kid in a bear suit likable, unquote. (laughs) I think it's the freaking complete opposite. Yeah. Like, right when we see Wicket, the Ewok, on stage, we love him. Yeah. He's so cute. He's so furry. He's so nice. We love him. I, I just think he was completely wrong in his whole... It's such a risk to have these. No, that's no, easy. It's easy to have a kid in a bear suit. What's hard is to make him like mean something to yeah. the
2: scheme of things. Yeah, that that's true. I, but I also think people who are older than us did not didn't care didn't like the Ewok. I like the Ewok still. Cute. I know what I'm saying, but we grew up with that as part of this. Is part of the canon. This is part of Star Wars. People who are ten years older than us that grew up that were like. Yeah coming into you know pre-teen years when when that film came out they don't they don't like the Ewoks they feel like they're too cute and kitty and not uh I don't know not
1: fun yeah I think he said he wanted to do Wookiees but he couldn't find 50 people that were seven feet tall to be Wookiees yeah Yeah. so they used children and little people for the Ewoks (laughs) yeah which is not much better but we do get a fun little scene there where they think or scenario, I guess, where they think three 3- three PO is a god. Mm-hmm. I always thought that was funny.
0: <laughs> that is funny.
1: And when um, they're having like a cookout, and three PO <laughs> is sort of telling them the stories of their yeah. the Republic, and he's using sound effects from right. Star Wars. I, I, I think I that is so that genius. Scene when I was yeah. a kid, it's I so it so cool. It's yeah. so genius to, and it just reinforces how iconic the sounds are right. and how rec- right. you hear the lightsaber sound and you know what it is. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, you hear the AT-AT drivers and you know what he's talking about, you know. Exactly. And yep. uh, the TIE fighters and all that. Um, very yeah. clever. Very, 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 very clever. cool.
2: And also, I, I always enjoyed, well, as an adult anyway, I, I think it's it's cool that you know, these little creatures basically kidnap Luke and Han and all those guys and they're going to take them to the slaughter, essentially. And Luke could have just killed them all with his Jedi powers. And instead he has the focus, I guess, to just like, all right, this is how we can affect this without hurting these little creatures that aren't, you know, that, that's just a, it showed again, something that's not reinforced at all in the, the prequel trilogy, but, but comes up over and over again. And this is the restraint of a Jedi and the wisdom to be able to know the best way to use your brain, not just your lightsaber to get out of a situation. And, um, I think that's a, that's a smart yeah. point of emphasis over and over again throughout the trilogy. I completely agree. This movie called Return
1: of the Jedi, originally titled Revenge right. of the Jedi. Oh, really? I didn't and, know that. And uh, they changed it because, like we said in previous episodes, yeah, Jedi's do not seek revenge. Yeah. Ah, so
2: uh there's some there's some merchandise out there there's an- a, there was a poster that was out a poster and some pins and things like yeah. that that had the the revenge logo that you oh, can still oh, buy I it on eBay I mean. The original teaser posters re- cheap
1: revenge yeah well, the original prints are insanely expensive, but you can get a reprint for like normal price yeah. i think uh I wonder how much the actual original prints are i mean it's gotta be hundreds for the yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. Uh, original ones a
1: thousand dollars I buy it now on eBay for the nice. original. It's worth it though yeah totally so Jedi's do you not know, seek revenge um we got another scene here of Luke and Darth fighting lightsabers great scene what's at stake here Brian what this is this I mean the the prequel's call back to it but it's very similar to the end of Revenge of the Sith when with mace Windu mm-hmm. and the emperor mm-hmm. and Anakin yeah
2: yeah. Um, yeah there's a lot at stake because it's it's a It's a tier or it's a layered uh, battle because you've got Luke trying to sway his father to come back to the light side. You've got uh, the emperor trying to sway Luke to become, you know, if he can get him, then he's kind of got the unstoppable trio of slaughter and doom. And at the same time, the rebels are making their like last ditch effort to end this war and take everybody out with you know everybody of importance with them and and there's an element of luke trying to distract the emperor from what's happening outside the the death star and um it's a it's a very complex sequence and that's that's why it takes place over the course of 30 or or more minutes uh because there's just a lot at stake there and i think i think lucas and Kazdan and uh marquand or whatever whoever the director's name they i think they did a fantastic job that whatever issues you have with jedi uh up to that point i think it's very difficult to uh to criticize that last sequence and the way that it it goes all together because i think all those actors and the the writing that goes into it hit the mark really well of the intern of of Exhibiting the eter- internal battle that yeah. they're all having, and, and the, the different emotions and layers that are there within that little that the, those three people, mm-hmm. you know, in the way that they're trying to. Because, because again, going back to what happens in Empire, you definitely get the sense that if if uh, Luke turns to the dark side, there's a decent chance they immediately turn around and, and kill the Emperor, and now they're off on their own thing. So there's that adds another little. Piece of like, man. There's a lot happening here. This could go any number of ways, and you know, standard movie making tells us it, it will end the way that it ends, and so, you know, or, or similar. But um, it there's a lot at stake there. A
1: lot of the criticism for the Return of the Jedi comes from the Ewoks, but is that the only criticism you hear?
2: It's like, man, I wish the Ewoks had been yeah that, that better. I thing. think I think most people that criticize Jedi tend to fall on that hill. They just can't handle. The fact that these elite armored soldiers can't fight a bunch of teddy bears, you know, and I get, I understand that criticism. For me, I understand. I, I like it, but yeah, I understand you know, the I opposite it. of
1: it. Doesn't matter how powerful they are, if you right. set your mind to it and <laughs> sure. are smart enough, you can find sure. ways around te- yeah. technology and things like right. that. I think that's the whole point.
2: And but, I also think that people who feel that way, I think they're over, they're overestimating how large of a force. The empire had there in that battle, like they make it. I think it's pretty clear that that is a very small regiment of troops and yeah. technology and armor and and all that sort of stuff. And so, if there is 500 Ewoks, maybe you know, maybe that is uh, something that. And we've seen up to this point that they stormtroopers can't shoot. So you know, I, I, it never bothered me. But again, I'm of a generation that grew up with it. It wasn't a. It wasn't thrown at me. I think, historically, we're known as the Ewok generation. Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I
0: hope so.
2: It's yeah. like baby
0: boomers, Gen X, Ewokers. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'd like to be known as. So,
1: what was your biggest complaint about Jedi, then, Brian?
2: I don't know that I have a complaint. I mean, it's it's not a... I don't think it's as perfect of a movie as Empire or A New Hope is. I think it's a little... I think the material is a little more childish and not quite as... Uh, it definitely I don't know that it suffers but it is kind of it's the last chapter in a book and you have to you have to wrap things up and so that yeah. maybe takes the story in directions that you might not go otherwise if you knew that you were going to come back and make another one or, or something like that but I for me again this is my favorite favorite one that the things that frustrate me are changes from from the original uh, that have Made their way into the Blu-ray and the Extended Edition and all that stuff. The uh, what you mentioned, the the singing in Jabba's palace is bad, and the, the original was so much better and cooler and seemed real. Um, and then the Ewok celebration at the end is the same thing. I hate it.
1: I hate the Ewok celebration at the end. I do too. I hate I think it. It's my least favorite part of any of the original trilogy.
2: Yeah, I see. I love the original. I love the original. I thought it was so simple and stripped down and um, kind of uh fitting for given that these pe you know these rebels are such a small band of misfits essentially and now they're just like hanging out on this planet singing a yub yub song with these teddy bears and stuff. I always love that. I hate the
0: what have they the added to it? Because I don't think I've seen the new the version the
2: new version they, they go away from the celebration at in the Ewok Village and yeah. it shows like across the galaxy all these different celebrations taking place and stuff. And it's it's more Got there's like a I think there's like a choir and stuff behind it instead instead of just these Ewoks singing their little song. And, um, got it. I always thought that was cool. And then at the very end, the, the ghosts, uh, Obi-Wan and yeah. ghost Anakin are, the are, changed. Ghosts are I, yeah. I, I knew that, that. that I didn't know me. that
0: it panned on. Yeah. Well, it's one last, sat- one last
2: shot of the Hade. Exactly. <laughs> which you love. Exactly. We just got to get Hayden in here.
1: Hey, ma'am, fam question for you. Do you own a small business or are you a boss? That's why ZipRecruiter is different. Unlike other job sites, ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them. Right now, you can post your jobs for free on ZipRecruiter by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash That's ZipRecruiter.com slash One more time, try it for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Thanks to ZipRecruiter for supporting this episode of the Mad About Movies podcast. Yeah that's cool uh, I want to mention one other scene the speeder bikes
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, that speeder was bikes the scene really that like cool. as a kid yeah. this is my favorite Star Wars yeah. movie after that yeah, scene I love really the execution cool and yeah. another um, kind it. of like the Rancor pit monster um, kind of an easy camera trick thing all they did was took a st- steady cam, walked through the Redwood Forest sped up the footage yeah, and it looked like really f- and then they shot everything else on green you yeah. know and, and really blue uh blue screen for the time. most part. and yeah. uh it looks Remember when green screen
0: good. was blue screen yeah
1: good times that's funny can you imagine them trying to make that sequence today though all right we need to cg an entire forest right. we need to map out yeah just get a freaking steady like cam a, yeah, and walk like through the woods game. like yeah. that's all you have to do right.
2: yeah it just makes it harder on them they
1: overthink a lot of these yeah. filmmakers overthink yeah definitely. a lot of stuff and definitely. and uh that's crazy. Yeah. Um so that's my my least favorite part would actually be the um the I guess dancing at the end. I I know that all the other Star Wars movies kind of end in celebration or except for Empire which kind of ends yeah. on a somber note. But I think this needed to end on a more somber note. We do see Luke kind of reflective, yeah. you know, looking at the the funeral pyre kind of mm-hmm calls back to when he's looking at the suns on Tatooine kind of sure. contemplating life and all that um it just ends a little more joyous than i thought it should have considering <laughs> luke killed his dad and like all this has happened <laughs> yeah. and but it's the oh, it's, end
2: of a of a it's the tyrant, end of, it's
1: the end yeah. of a tr- it's the end of a series yeah. for all what we knew yeah. um i just thought it was super cheesy the whole
2: yeah it probably was a little bit but i liked
1: that much better than the than the extended i want to find out like i really hope I wonder how much JJ actually came out this week and said, "Okay guys, the Star Trek movies and Wrath- I mean uh, and uh Into Darkness specifically too many Star Star Trek references. Too many homages to Star Trek. Yeah. I really wonder what they're going to pull from the original trilogy and are we going to get some kind of prologue like last time on Star Wars, here's what happened like how soon after These events are we going to get the Force Awakens, and if so, how much directly? It's thirty years. I know it's thirty years, but how much of this directly affects what we see in Force Awakens? They'll do the
2: crawl. I know they're going to have. They've
1: already given one away in the trailer of the the burnt up helmet of Darth Vader. Mm -hmm. Like things like that. I think they're going to have. You know, I want them to continue the story and not just like say, "Okay, this was this was after," and do a whole new story. I want them to like make references and yeah. bring back characters and
2: i think they will in the and, same I mean, way
1: that that empire leads into jedi into jedi yeah.
2: you know i think just the fact that the way that the way that the trailers have been released has shown you i think it's given you it hasn't given away anything on plot it's given a lot of on tone and the general the overall like understanding of not just those movies but how we relate to them i mean the way that you know that the that trailer where it cuts away—it's all it's shown you is new people—and then it says Chewy, we're home. Mm-hmm. I think that for me, that that whatever um, doubt or skepticism or fear that I had, I think was gone at that point because it's like, okay, he gets it; he understands that the way when you combine that with that first Star Trek movie, because I think that's a, a great example of how you take an existing beloved. Uh, pop cultural entity and and respect it, but still move the plot along, move the mm-hmm. story along, get moving, do something with it. I think you combine those two things, and it it has. I don't have any fear about that aspect at all. I think I think I know that JJ is going to handle that appropriately yeah i think uh, we're going to get d- lots of of mentions and and we're going to see people and things that we love but it that's not going to to hamstring the the movie not going to rely from, on that at all
1: going forward it's not going to be like i felt jurassic world was just yes. hey remember this yes. remember this totally. remember this right just yeah. every 10, you guys love raptors right Here's some raptors, and yeah. the whole climax of jurassic world is like remember this right you know and it's I just hope that it, yeah. it's its own thing. It pays its respects. Right. And it, it answers questions that we have that we had after the original drill. Yeah. I, 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 want I, it, I want it to lead, I want it to all go together. I don't want it to be a right. separate thing. You,
2: you want it to all go together, but you want it to have its own voice, yeah. I think. And that's, yeah. I, I feel that's probably what's.
1: Interested what's to see better. what happens to Han between these 30 years, between yeah. now and then. Uh, maybe we get some stories from that. Uh, a lot a lot probably happens in the 30 years that we don't right. get to see or hear yeah. about and maybe that's uh, yeah. an opening for another yeah. trilogy
2: I imagine I'll do a little Wikipedia searching on the books and graphic novels and stuff that have been written and in there the is, last couple there weeks there is one called know? Aftermath I think yeah. that,
1: that Jason talked about yeah, that he, I, I have read I mean I am reading currently Okay, that is Official canon, and it right. does supposed to lead into Force right. Awakens. I so, think
2: I, I don't have time to read all those things, but yeah. I would like to have some background on what happens between those two. Just
1: there also so. is a novelization coming out uh, tomorrow, the day that the
0: uh, movie comes out. Gotcha. A
1: novelization of Force gotcha. Awakens, which might delve yep, more. I need,
0: to, I need to jump into the Wikipedia. The last so. novelization I read was um, the movie Steel with Shaquille. <laughs> <laughs> I do have that book too. I think I'm not even kidding.
1: So. What what do we know now? Where, the term, where sure. are we, Brian, before Force Awakens? Where are we in the Star Wars universe? Um, We're
2: 30 years Darth Vader removed. is dead. Darth Vader yeah, is dead. We're 30 years removed from Return of the Jedi. Ostensibly, there was some sort of uh, new order, new government set up in place of the Empire. Uh, but we don't know what has happened with that. And if you look at the trailers, it, it appears that that government has either failed or is weak at the very least, mm-hmm. I think. And that that's an interesting way to go because in the those books I mentioned previously, it was never that way. It was always the reverse of that. It, basically in the in the books that came out that were supposed to follow Return of the Jedi, uh, the rebels and the Empire kind of switched places. And the rebels became we're setting up this government, it's a strong government, everything's good. And then you just had like the the remaining Parts of the Empire still fighting in like the outskirts and trying to regain power and stuff like that. It kind of looks from the trailer like the thirty years that took place between Jedi and and Force Awakens uh, have seen whatever Republic it gets set up or democracy that gets set up has has uh, has fallen or has failed and now they're back to being essentially being rebels and trying to regain that foothold. I guess that's what it looks like to me yeah.
1: anyway. Okay. So that sets it up, I guess, for now, which all there is left to do at this point, fellas, see the movie, talk about it for six more hours. <laughs>
0: Sounds good.
1: <laughs> and we shall do that. Absolutely. Yes, tomorrow. So, Richard, where can we find you online?
0: Well, we've got one more thing we got to do. Oh, okay. We gotta, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, right. I forgot. We've, we've got to do two more things, actually. Yeah, Number one, agree. we still have one more episode tonight. We've got to do the uh, the Christmas special. Okay. Just kidding. Um <laughs> uh, uh, so let's see. Where, oh, that's not. That's nope. Okay, come on, iTunes Store. Let me see.
2: Did we guess on Empire? I don't remember.
0: We may not have. All oh, right. That episode was was I was yeah. hammered. let <laughs> just okay. Here we go. Just, all right. So Empire, guess. What
2: do you think? I'm go Ninety-seven. I guess that's the highest. That's I think that's probably where I would go. So I will go ninety eight. Okay. Ninety seven or ninety eight. Jedi, guess. Uh seventy six. Kent?
0: Return of the Jedi, I'm gonna go eighty one. Okay. So Empire Strikes Back is ninety four. Oof. Jedi is seventy nine. Oh man. So, so you
2: can find me at Richard Barden on Twitter. <laughs> Brian, where would I find you? You can find me on the Twitter at Beagle12. You can find my writing at madaboutmoviespodcast.com. Kent,
1: where can you we find can you? find me on Twitter at Kent Garrison. And find our show on Twitter at MAM underscore podcast. So, Subscribe to us on iTunes and uh, leave
2: us five stars. One, you more, one more before we leave. So okay. let's rank... The, all three of oh, us. Let's yeah. rank one through six. Where, okay. where, where How would they go So I would just go... On, let's go best. Okay.
0: I'll just do best. Empire 1, Star Wars New Hope 2, Jedi 3, Sith 4, Clones 5, Phantom Menace, Menace 6, and Force Awakens at Distance 7. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that would actually be my identical list of okay. good to bad, but favorites? I'm going to go favorites here. Okay. Favorites is Return of the Jedi, Star Wars... Um, probably if the Empire Strikes Back, then I will go my bottom three. Bottom. <sighs> yeah, it's got to be the order. It's got to be a uh, revenge then yeah. Uh, yeah. attack. So they got progressively
2: Menace. better. The original yeah, trilogy. Yeah, I this would put a- I would put Attack of the Clones uh, beneath Phantom Menace. Uh, on both favorite and yeah, and best, best. list. And then, but, but you, I would have the same. I'd have okay. It would be best. Would be Jedi, A New Hope, or excuse me, Empire, A New Hope, Jedi, and then favorite, Revenge. and then and the favorite, Return of the Jedi, A New Hope, Empire, and then the the prequels. All right, that. bright guy. Yeah, yeah. Where do yeah. I find you on yeah. the Twitter? You can find me on Twitter at bgill12. You can find my writing at madamomoviespodcast.com. Richard, where can we find you? And we have f- new stuff up there. Yes. So read it.
0: Kent, where might I find you? Find me at Kent
1: Garrison, like I said. But if you want to keep the show going, you may donate money to nice. us. Money. And for more Star Wars content,
0: please. $125. Gets you an appearance on this here. Yep. Yes. show, Uh So we've got a whole year ahead of us. After yeah. Star Wars and a couple other things, it's a whole new yep. 2016 year. So get those in early Boom. because those tend to fill up. Like, for instance, the Star Wars... Uh, uh, the Force Awakens filled up yep. with our guest in, like, May. So yep. you're going to want to get on yep. that. Uh, if you've got stuff next year you want to come on the podcast for, $125. Uh, there's a button on the website, and you can come on and be one of our nerds. So uh, thanks for listening to this crazy Star Wars palooza. Enjoy The Force oh, Awakens, am. everyone. Email us your thoughts. Uh, we'll all be seeing it open at night, so you won't spoil anything for us. We'd love to hear your thoughts, and uh, look forward to seeing you all yep. at the cinema. Goodbye! See you. <laughs> Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling Tossed salads and scrambled eggs And maybe I seem a bit confused Yeah, maybe, but I got you pegged Ha, 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 ha But I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs They're calling again Scrambled eggs all over my face They're making me yeah, yeah. Silence is